Today's question is, how do I handle my kids going back to school? Balancing building a successful business and being a superstar mom is hard. And yet, in today's digital world, it's more common than ever. The question becomes, how do we successfully grow a business and children at the same time? Join us for a candid conversation as we share our experiences and insights into marketing and motherhood. I'm Jesse Valle. And I'm Angela Reeder. Welcome to the Marketing Moms Podcast. So if you're listening to this and it is the year 2021, um, that has a whole different meaning for a lot of us, especially if you had kids who started school last year or were in school last year and did a lot of their learning from home because this may be your kid's first time going to school if you are a kindergarten or I think first grade in some states parent. This will be your kid's first year going to school, and that has a lot of additional stuff that goes with it. But today we are talking about getting ready for your kids to go to school, the feelings that go with it, and how that can affect and change things for you as a mom and a business owner. So my kids are going into middle school and then also in elementary school, and they were all completely virtual last year. So my youngest has about mm, a semester of kindergarten under her belt and then is going into second grade. (laughs) And this is surprisingly both one of the most ordinary back to schools that we've had and also the most stressful. But the biggest thing for me, and one of the things that comes up every year for me, is I am not one of those moms that feels bad or stresses when my kids go to school. I have a very dear friend who gets very sad every year that her kids have to go to school because she absolutely adores spending time with them. And I like my kids, but I am always very excited to see them get on the bus And I know for a lot of moms that can come with some guilt because they feel like they should feel bad or, you know, miss their kids. And um, so I just kind of want to throw out there, if you are a parent like me who is not super sad that your kids are going back to school, that is fine. There is no need for guilt. Um, My husband and I actually high-fived the first day we put all three kids on the bus. Um, All of the people in the cars behind the bus thought it was hilarious. Uh, But yeah, so I think there's a lot of like mom guilt wrapped up in kids going to school. I think you're right. I think the guilt comes from feeling like you can actually go do something for yourself and how... If you're not 100% focused on your kids, that makes you a bad mom. And I don't know where we get that idea. I mean, maybe it's the traditional stay-at-home mom who, you know, that that's what she had for her career was raising children. And when they're all gone at school, what are you going to do? Like it, it, they would, I mean, obviously not all, but a lot of them would identify themselves as mom, right? And what are you going to do? So um, I will say that I was lucky enough 
to have a mother who stayed home and uh, with three kids. And my mom is one of those types of people who like literally cannot rest. Like, I don't know if she knows how to rest. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I don't think it was necessarily a problem when the three of us went to school because she always had projects around the house. They have a home, an old Victorian that's over a hundred years old. And so there was always something to fix, another project to do. Um, So she always kept super busy, you know, and then of course there was just always stuff to do. So I feel like for those moms who, and, and then of course we're talking specifically to you moms who are also business owners. So you do have something to do. You have your business you can go work on. And for a lot of us, it almost feels, you feel a little bit of guilt that it's like, I'm excited to have that time to work on, on my stuff. So I have to admit, (laughs) one of my guilty pleasures is watching The Bachelor and Bachelorette. Okay. And I know the first thing you're thinking is, why am I bringing this up? So on The Bachelorette a couple weeks ago, there was a guy who was there and he was a single dad. And he he had been there for probably a couple months. And he had a conversation with his son on FaceTime or whatever. And his son, who was young, said something about, you, you don't I know why you're not here. It's because you don't like me. You don't want to see me. You don't love me. And that hit the dad hard, right? Like he was there trying to find a wife and the son thought, you just don't like me anymore. That's why you're not around. And so he made the decision to leave and go back to his son. And then we also saw saw, um, like a reunion show. And he was talking about his decision and he's like, listen, it's, it's, I mean, I'm not quoting word for word. I'm, I'm paraphrasing, but he was basically saying how hard it is to do something uh, for someone who depends on you while simultaneously finding your own happiness. And that really struck me. And I felt like that's kind of what it's like for moms, for marketing moms, right? Yeah. Moms of businesses. We are simultaneously trying to care for those who depend on us while also building our own businesses that and, and I'm going to flat out admit it, it's not always about supporting the family it's also about fulfilling a desire that I have to be a business owner and goals and aspirations that I myself have that are my own and I just you don't have to feel guilty about the path you've chosen life. You, it, It's not an either or. It's not you're a good mom or a good business owner. You can be both at the same time. No one said it's easy. It is definitely hard. And that's why Angela and I are here to kind of talk about the balance realistically because you have times of balance and times of imbalance, but it is possible to be both. Yeah. And I know we've talked to you before about the idea of being like more than just mom and how hard it is sometimes, especially when you're starting your business to kind of make that separation of like, I'm not just a mom. 
I am a business owner. I am, you know, I enjoy reading. I do this, I do that. And I think back to school really brings up a lot of those feelings for people because there is that feeling of, I should miss my kids. And if you're one of the people that like actually genuinely misses your kids, that's fine too. (laughs) But I know in my experience, a lot of moms don't like to admit that they're a little bit excited for their kids to go back because they are going to have that time. And there's nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong with feeling a little bit of glee for having some you time. Like, right. I know that once you become a mom, you feel like your whole world is taking care of this creature. And it it is. But at the same time, it's like, well, that's not your whole world. Like, you're still a person. You're still entitled to your own feelings and your own (laughs) desires and aspirations and Yes. And you don't have to feel guilty about that. And as someone who has had a few kids in school for some years, I can testify that the day is not as long as you think it's going to be. Um, When you first send them back, you feel like, oh my gosh, I'm going to have all day to myself. And you would be surprised at how fast it goes. And the days that feel really long when you are changing diapers and cleaning out bibs and chasing around toddlers, trying to keep them from injuring themselves by being kids, um, goes a lot faster when they're gone and when they're at school and you're trying to kind of fit all of the things into the day that you want to do while they're not there. Yeah, and I'm going to have to take your word for that because you mentioned (laughs) your kids, but my oldest is one of those kids who was supposed to go into kindergarten last year, um, but we chose to to keep her at home with virtual learning. So going into first grade is really her – I mean, she did a little bit of of a half-day preschool before the pandemic, but this is really her first – I'm going all day. She's so excited to eat lunch at school. And you know what? I am a little nervous, not because I don't think she'll thrive. I totally think she will. She's a friend to all. But for me, it's like, it's that moment where I'm, (laughs) I can't control anymore what she's exposed to. And that's the terrifying part. But I don't know. There's two sides of the coin, right? Like that's part of life. And for me, I've chosen to be a business owner and that's part of my life. And so for her to go to school and then me to work, it's, these are just things that this is the life we've chosen and we can embrace it versus fearing it or feeling guilty about it. Yep. Yeah. When I first started my business, I had one kid in part-day preschool, and now I have all of my kids in school, and it definitely makes a difference to your day. Like, when your kids are gone for seven or eight hours in a row, it can make a big difference to your business and to your focus. Um, I would say one thing as far as, like, right now, I tend to work, like, late morning to evening time because that is a similar schedule to what my husband has and he also works at home. Um, But when my kids go back, that whole thing shifts to earlier so that I can do most of my work while my kids are gone. 
But I will say if you are someone who is either new to your business or new to your kids being at school, plan on the first day, few days not being as productive <laughs> as you <laughs> would think they are. Um, because every year I think, ooh, day one, I'm going to really hit at it and I'm going to get so much work done. And then they leave and I spend like an hour just sitting in the quiet for a minute <laughs> or cleaning up the house or doing something else that has been getting put off because it's quiet and I can and I feel like I have all the time. So it takes a few days to adjust to that new schedule of the kids going to school and the kids coming home. And if you have them ride the bus or you have to go pick them up, makes a difference to how much time you have to be home by yourself and and you kind of have to think about, is that a time that you want to spend working on your business or is that a time that there's something else that you need to get done or want to get done while they're at school or do you want to split that time? Um, but it definitely makes a big difference to your schedule to have that chunk of time where you know you're not going to be interrupted. Yeah, I would say to go back and listen to our our episode about time management and basically what we talked about was how to basically categorize or rank the tasks in your business and when your kids are gone that's that time that you can put 100% focus into whatever task you want but like Angela was saying, it doesn't have to necessarily be 100% focus on your business. I would highly suggest that you take some of that time for, um, I can't remember what you call yours, Angela, that time where it's basically me time. Recovery time. Recovery time. I would yeah. most definitely have some recovery time because, yeah, you can't feel guilty about that. I, I will admit one of the things that I'm finding hard, and maybe once my daughter starts school and we do have that schedule shift. Um, maybe I can can find a better way to fit it in my schedule is uh, working out and being active. Um, I'm the type of person that feels like I have to do the things I need to do first and then work out later. But what happens is that I'm tired at the end of the day and I don't work out. So <laughs> yeah. um, I think I need to be better about fitting that into my schedule more at a, a specific time and maybe with with school starting and our schedule adjusting a little bit it's the perfect time to make other adjustments in my schedule that I've been wanting as well yeah and having those time blocks and sort of planning out your day while the kids are gone can really help you um, fight that burnout like where you feel like you have to spend seven or eight straight hours working a hundred percent in your business and then you get to the end of the day and you maybe weren't as productive as you were hoping because you forgot lunch or you know you're stressed because you've been working for seven hours and then your kids come in the door, door like a tornado and it makes the evening hard like it's important to prioritize the things that need prioritized for your business and your home but also to include those recovery times, that time for you, the time to take a breath, have a lunch, like sit down for a minute, enjoy the quiet so that when your kids come home, 
you are able to like really engage with them. And that also helps with the mom guilt because then when they come home, you're not necessarily trying to split your time with doing your business and paying attention to your kids. You can kind of focus on them, see how their day was, check in with them um, and things like that. So like for me, I now have a social time block that will shift to right when my kids get home so that I can stop what I'm doing and check in with them, see how their days were, get them snacks, check on homework, things like that. And I'm pretty sure you had said, here's a tip for you guys, that you set alarms when the bus is going to come home. Well, and when it's going to (laughs) leave. I have, yeah, I have a lot of alarms. My kids think it's hilarious. I do. I have an alarm to remind myself to make sure they're awake. I have an alarm for like the bus is going to be here in like five minutes so that I can make sure everybody's like standing by the door. And I have an alarm for when the bus is going to be bringing them home because otherwise I will get zoned into what I'm doing on the computer, lose track of time, and then my kids are knocking on the door to come in. (laughs) So, and which for us is not a big deal because where we are, they get actually dropped off at the end of our driveway. But I know some people have like bus stops or whatever they have to walk to to get their kids or they watch their kids walk from. And so something like that is really helpful if you're worried that you're going to get really absorbed in something. And it sort of gives you permission to do that. Like I know for me, if I'm thinking like, Ooh, in half an hour, I got to do this thing. I'm basically useless for that half an hour while part of my brain is going 10 minutes, five minutes. Like you can't really start anything because you'll forget and you'll, Mm -hmm. you know, so having that alarm gives me, my brain permission to be like, okay, I'm going to finish this thing up because I know that alarm's going to go off and I'm not going to miss my kids getting off the bus. Mm-hmm. I like that a lot. Uh, speaking of tips, and I dragged that one out of you, um, <laughs> but what would you say is one of your best going back to school tips for helping someone with the transition? My best going back to school tip is to have them get everything ready the night before. And I know that's like a common one, like have them get their, you know, pick out their outfit, make sure their backpack's loaded and all that. But in our house, we actually go so far as like they pick what they're going to have for breakfast the next day um, because that was turning into a thing for us. Like the kids would wake up, would say, okay, what do you want for breakfast? But they're tired. They're not really hungry. It would take them 20 minutes to figure out what they wanted to eat. And then everything's kind of behind. So what we do is we have them pick out what they're going to have for breakfast the next day. And that way, when they wake up, they get all the way dressed first, because if the kids are running late and they haven't had a chance to eat breakfast. I can give them like a granola bar to eat on the bus so that they're not starving, but I cannot send them to school without pants. So <laughs> clothes first, all the way dressed. Then we do the breakfast. I make them breakfast while they're getting dressed. We do breakfast and then finish getting ready. So it's just kind of about ordering the morning so that as many decisions are made the night before when everybody is a little more awake and less grumpy to kind of keep the morning going smooth. Yeah, I like that. I wish I could say that I have tips, but I've never done this before. (laughs) (laughs) So um, I 
Then what's one thing you want to try? Well, I'm just saying like I'm like absorbing everything you're saying. Like I'm (laughs) zoning in. Um, I had even thought about the whole laying out clothes the night before. Um, But then I know that I've also seen – I'm also a Pinterest addict. And I have seen where like people will put those closet organizers with the several little, um, I don't know, boxes or – yeah areas and they will lay out clothes for an entire week. And so it's like, hey, Sunday night, let's go pick out your clothes for Monday through Friday. We'll put them in here and then we don't have to think about that for all week. I think I, I don't know. I I'm I'm all about trying to do things ahead of time so that it's easier. I really like your tip about even going as far as choosing breakfast. Um I mean to help with the transition, again, I'm over here like, got to set those alarms. Yes. Got to, you know, for me, I I actually feel like I have it a little different having my husband here to to do the school drop off and pick up and getting our kids ready for school and things like that. So for me, I feel like I want to set those alarms to make sure I say goodbye and to make sure I'm there when, when she gets home so that I can go greet her and say hello. So I feel like I just want to take all of your tips and try them out for myself. (laughs) (laughs) We, um, we have learned along the way. And I guess said a more general tip is if you are having an issue with one particular thing, don't be afraid to change stuff up in your routine to kind of address that one specific issue. Um, in our house, a lot of times we say the adult thing to do is the thing that gets the adult stuff done. Uh, so if you have to set alarms to remind yourself that your kids are getting ready to get off the bus because that's what gets your kids off the bus, then that is the adult thing to do. Um, and so it's not... There's nothing shameful or wrong or childish or whatever about tweaking your day, making changes, doing something a little out of the box to make sure that the day goes smoothly. The morning is not, you know, stressful for you or your kids, like parts of it, you know, the kids aren't going to want to get up early. That's going to be stressful, but just doing things that can kind of recognizing those sticking points, I guess, during Mm -hmm. the morning and addressing those specifically can make a big difference in getting the day started well. I like that. And I guess I would just like to reiterate that having some recovery time during the quiet is not a bad thing. Uh, And that's something that doesn't necessarily just fit for back to school. Like, I mean, I'll sit here and admit that um, yesterday my husband took my daughter for her just yearly checkup at the doctor and my son was taking a nap and it was quiet and I was supposed to be working, (laughs) (laughs) but I found myself sitting down and reading. I mean, it was also my lunch break, but I probably took a little bit longer than I should have because I was just sitting and reading in the quiet. And later I thought to myself, I'm not going to feel guilty about that because recovering for myself is when I'm at my best, I can be at my best for my family. So I guess I would just say, don't feel guilty. Don't feel like 
just because you have this time, don't get wrapped up in feeling like you can only work on your business when the kids are not there. If you want to take some of that time and you probably should take some of that time for your recovery time or doing some of the other things, like Angela was saying, like maybe this is when you need to go grocery shopping or maybe this is, you know, just doing stuff without having to take all the kids everywhere and running errands. Like it's okay to use that time however you see fit. It doesn't have to be on your business or, you know, working on your business all the time. Be So I guess one of my tips would be to be flexible with what you need it to be. Don't feel so rigid. Yep. Mm-hmm. And my my last little bit of advice, I guess, is to remember that your kids need recovery time too. So mm-hmm. don't be surprised if they come home, like word vomit all of their day out to you and then go disappear for an hour because they've been on someone else's schedule all day. They've had to deal with the kids in their class all day, some of which they get along with and some of which they don't. And, you know, everybody enjoys that kind of decompression time. So, you know, if you are, have kids going into school for the first time, that was always something that surprised me the first year. Like they would come home and like, I had a great day and then disappear for an hour. And like, don't feel bad about like, don't feel like, oh, my kid's having such a hard time or, you know, I wonder if they're stressed, like they're just decompressing. They just need a minute and then they'll probably come out and tell you all about their day. (laughs) I really like that because, yeah, Yeah. that's, again, that's something that I've never experienced before. So, um, yeah, thank you for that. It makes me feel like, yeah, exactly. I'm not going to worry if my normally super bubbly kid has some decompression time after school. So your tip for today is, I have no idea because I haven't done this before. What do you think? (laughs) (laughs) Your challenge for today is to think of one thing you can do to make the mornings a little easier when your kids go off to school, whether it's setting stuff out the night before picking breakfast, setting alarms, whatever, just find one thing to try as your kids go into school um, and, you know, give it a shot and see what happens. Thank you for joining us today. We're so honored this is where you chose to spend your time. If this episode helped you in some way, please share it with another mom who needs to hear it. We're in this together. And if you're looking to spend even more time with us, visit marketingmomspodcast.com for more episodes, free goodies, and ways to connect. Don't forget to check out our brand new Marketing Moms book now available on Amazon.